and I'm here with my co-host, Egg. Egg, say hello to the peoples. Hello to the peoples. Also joining us, our other co-host, Miguelinho. Miguelinho, say what's poppin', yo. What's poppin', yo. So uh, we are expecting Kevin Primo shortly here. Uh, he's going to be joining us and talking about uh, Primo's heroes. And of course, we're going to ask him a whole bunch of dumb questions about the PGF and stuff like that. But uh, Miguelinho, let me ask you a very important question. Since, good. since you didn't make it to uh, the finale. The finale, yeah. Uh, and, and let me apologize right now. My, my, my voice is a little, you know, gone because I'm a little sick. It's not COVID. It's not COVID because I took a test and it's, it's negative. Okay, okay. Took a test. Took a test. So, so it's got to be like that, that flu thing that we keep hearing about. That, flu-rona. You know, yeah, that flu-rona. <laughs> so, uh, so I apologize for my voice. Uh, Billy, you're very importante that you answer this question right here. What's good? Did you watch the finale? Bro, no. I fell asleep. What? I was in a 12-hour coma the moment I got YouTube in. It's on YouTube again. Or it's oh, on YouTube now. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Yeah, man, I'm slacking. Like, uh, I felt bad because you called me during the finale. Dude, I, was out. I woke up like 10 hours later. I was like, oh, man, Wallow called. <laughs> yeah, I did call. Yeah, I was like, oh, crap, dude. I was it was so awesome, and you fucking didn't watch. I didn't, dude. I was out. I was surprised. Like, when I woke up and saw the results, I was like, I didn't expect any of this. <laughs> like I, I had to do like the whole you know I don't think anybody expected any uh, of it <laughs> I had to do the whole like I'm awake right God, what yeah so uh well egg I, I just want to remind you remember what Miguelinho said that he was going to make it to the finale you remember what I told you hey, hey man I can't hold it against him I had to flee <laughs> I, 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 had, I had I had to drive freaking actually I was on the I was on the road 11 plus hours to get, get to back to my family before Snowpocalypse Part Two, yeah. um, you know, because everyone was freaking out so much. Uh, I freaking picked up two buddy heaters, uh, another propane tank, uh, and other stuff just to make sure we were all, you know, stocked up. I mean, dude. I mean, hey, all he had to do was just drive up to Atlanta. That's it, and he would have had a place, and we all could have rode together. I would have been. Yeah, but you, get, but you guys didn't have the time to burn on the back. End. I got out. There was plenty of cars on the road. It didn't get bad till about ten o'clock in the morning. So you would have been out. Nevertheless, we we expect to see you at ADCC now. Oh yeah, of course that one. <laughs> that would do. If I have to start walking now, I can walk to that. It's like, yeah, fuck PGF. I'll see you at ADCC. No, no, I can walk to this one. I can't walk to the PGF. <laughs> We're just giving Mickey shit. Uh, that's all. That is all. Dude, I was bummed. I mean, um, it, it was gonna be great having all four of us there. Yeah, um, dude, I was mad. I was like, the the one thing that made me the most mad was this, right? Right as I like started changing shit, and before you texted me, I was like, "Fuck, Wallow is right." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like the sting I felt when you were like, "What I say, y'all?" I was like, I almost threw my phone. I was like, <sighs> "Like, I, I'm gonna have to wait till season four uh, to to get the to get out from under this." He's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make no, season I, four either. See, I'm just it's not gonna November. say anything anymore. I'm willing to put money right now on the line. I'll bet you a hundred dollars he does not make season four finale. hundred, put down a hundred. Not taking I'm that. Putting that I'm putting down a hundred bucks. Hey, hold on. So this is so this is on air, right? 
Print down a yeah. hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. And uh-huh. this is going to be a Decatur, right? Uh-huh. Right? Yes. And a box of Publix wings. All right. Ooh. Bet. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. All right. And plus. a box plus the wingies. Which if, if if you don't if you don't show up, you have to pay me a hundred dollars. And then like grub hub you some public swings. No, no, no. I want like oh, you know what do you want? Well, I'll be indicator, so like such and such, or maybe some uh you know whisk. Okay, drunken waffle fries and I don't know what else Ooh, to give you. Yes. But you don't have to worry about that. Some tacos, whatever. You're getting me wings, so it's all good. Yeah, for sure. You ain't showing up. Yeah, you're you're gonna get that money wallow about the time we get the beer from Canaan. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be attached to the cans. Uh, see, but here's the thing: Miguelinho's a man of integrity. He just and, made him, and not only that, and I did this on the podcast. You don't understand? That's right. This you is know? episode, I believe, eighty-five of the McDojo Show and episode twenty-five of the PGF Insider. So we can always run it back to him. I mean, like on this day. You, on the 21st day of January, on the 2022nd day of the Lord. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have a comment here from the dream. Oh, I apologize. Okay. Yes. I apologize. Bobby, both of them. Bobby, both of them. I apologize. Isaac, for your neck. That way, smart. Okay. Uh, I think Isaac was saying he was talking to the massage therapist about Kevin. Uh, and then okay. Stephen uh, came on and he apologized to Isaac for his neck. That was his fault, which is either training subsequent to the PGF, or maybe he's feeling bad for not throwing in the the towel when uh, Isaac was getting choked so many times. <laughs> that's Isaac, just for ooh. that's just for saying you got me at the open mat and yes, you uh, kicked my buttons. I, 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 that are really like, why didn't you do what I told you to do? <laughs> you know, messed up his neck. It'd be like that, you know? Let's see. Also, uh, real quick, you know, uh, question. So He's I- seeing action dream. I-, I don't know where Primo is. He's at the firehouse, though. He's saving the world right now, dog. He's probably. And he's a firehouse subs placing his order. That's what <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how did you guys do with fantasy? Just curious. Uh, better than you did. Better than what? Uh, better than you did. So yeah. this is something that... that um, <laughs> Stephen wanted to talk to me about uh, get it on air, uh, but yeah, being there and getting to know the competitors like during you know all the matches this season, what was going on, it, it really kind of screwed with my objectivity because I kind of you know I, my my picks were somewhat tainted by what I wanted to happen. Yeah, um, same. For me, also, it. I mean, obviously, it was a, it was a grind uh, for, for the competitors, but for people in the production crew. It, it was oh, crazy tough. too. So like, you know, Steven and I uh, would go, we'd get there, do the pre-show. He'd do announcing. I, I was part of the commentary team. And so we'd, we'd go for, you know, till what, you know, 11 yeah, plus 11 at night, you know, got, got home and got to bed right two, And then, you know, depending upon we yeah, shoot the day we had the draft, we had to get, you know, well before 10, then did the dream show at uh, like 10 as well. And so you kept going and trying to, trying to just get stuff out there it i like having a little bit extra time to kind of ruminate on my picks you know an extra day mm-hmm. that wouldn't work for you know but it just it, it's hard so here's me whining you know it's quite all right yeah man, I, it was it was tough man like uh i what i did was i was like all right i had to ask myself what would applegate do so i picked sean's team <laughs> the first night <laughs> and for the most part that like that did me good then there was one day where i just because of school i couldn't 
you know, change yeah. anything in time. And I was like expecting the next day to be like buried in the thing. And I dropped down to like fifth place. I was like, whoa, bet. So then I just kind of modified one or two things and kept second the whole time. So I lost by one point. Well, technically two points. Yeah. And I, and I, dude, I was like, I was like, I was trying to like make my picks, but every time I finally cleared up some time was one minute after start time. I was like, well, I hope they do so good. I, I didn't do that bad. I did 25th on like somebody who came in 82nd. Who's an expert yeah, analyst and who gave me what a B plus on my draft picks? I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying. In our mock draft, my tips. draft was better than yours. Dream would have definitely pointed that out. So I'm just pointing it out to you. Oh, it, it's fine. Hey, I, I, you know, here's the fun <laughs> thing. I I every day I made sure that I had a blog post that I threw in some analysis. I try to add more, uh, you know, script to the analysis. And you but became I, subjective. Sorry. But by that, yeah, I became subjective. And by the time I got all that done, I was like trying to pull out my damn spreadsheet to actually, you know, do the numbers mm-hmm. right before we went on air. I mean, Lindsay was making fun of me because I was like, ha- had my laptop out trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, eggs and action. People can see egg at it. I, I, I figure I, I that that's what happened when... You were saying that Elijah was scared of Dane and and you made another post and I'm like, no, my dude is speaking with his heart like me. That's what's happening. So I have to stop listening to you, bro. I have to like go completely <laughs> a different way. <laughs> no, you're right. I got to come in like straight like Kamoy next time. Like, I'm not here to make friends. Friend? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, there you go. No, but, but Dane, Dane was staying with us. Uh, you know, and and so just getting to know him by being around him, you know, and and dude, he's back for 155, yeah, and he's gonna be a killer. So that was one of the things that kind of I think uh hurt his draft stock. I mean, granted, he was right there at the top of the second round, which is he was smaller than people thought. I mean, you know, he's definitely in great shape. You know, very great athlete. He's just a little little shorter. Um, and and I think that's a, a lot of the guys that were a little undersized, very athletic. Uh, they're just a little bit shorter. Uh, are we going to call them salty Dane for a little while or what? What's up? Uh, no, I mean, if we really want to make him salty, we got to put him like, you know, Dane, easy money leak, right? Oh, that's going to burn for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Him, but that's going to be that fire. Dude, that's going to light his ass up. <laughs> if I put that on a blog post, he's going to kill me in an ultimate. Uh, uh, hey, listen, listen, just let me write a paragraph or whatever. He can kill me all he wants. He, I know he's your boy, and I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'll take the ass beaten for egg. No problem. I, I did say it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I tap early and often, as, as everyone else yeah, knows. That yeah, listen, rolls with me. Listen, when you when you grapple that kind of level, it's like, you know you're going to get tapped. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, like, it's part of the, right, so it's kind of like fight science, right? You can have guys you expect to do great, but one thing can happen, and boom. Man. And, and that's the thing. There was so much more parity this season. Um, dude yeah. yeah and and the other thing was that uh you know people came at dane and geo hard uh i mean because new they had kids such, on the block. well new kids on the block but also had such a reputation like oh yeah yep. these guys these guys really performed at the adcc trials and so it put a target on their back so all of exactly. a sudden guys guys getting a draw against them's like yeah i did that hey you bro know? a black belt in, in this tournament is is a target yeah, no. Really all, all, all these hungry blue belts, purple belts, and even the white belts—they they want a shot at the guy who's got the black belt. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's the beauty of this. Yeah, bro. man. It's like going through. So every day when I was thinking I would have time to do my picks, I went on my iPad and drew up everyone's name, right? So I listed their matches. And I was doing like, you know, my parents saw me. They thought I was killing it with school. They didn't know I was just doing PGF math. I'm like, you know, trying to, like, you know, they didn't know any of this. I'm like, whoa. And they told me like, you know, we didn't mess with you. We see you studying really hard. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, listen, my, my dude, uh, Bobby Botham, even at the finale, he was working hard, you know, to make sure that his announcing was on point. I mean, I saw him like taking notes. He had he was writing stuff down as he was listening to some music. He was walking around taking notes. I mean, come on. He did that he, every day. Dude he killed was, it. Yeah, he at the house every day with his notebook, thinking about things uh, before the draft. He did like six mock drafts himself. Nice. You know, because you know, he also talked to the coaches uh, at the combine and stuff like that. I mean, dude, he, he really, you know, put the effort into it and, and it showed and he killed it. Oh, yeah, man. That was so funny. You know, the, the shit that he was doing when he was asking the the, the questions, the guys were winded and he was answering back. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say you said this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he's going to get six on all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Ah oh, man, that was, to me that was hilarious. And the nicknames, you know, the entrance for for uh, Randy uh, Dump Truck Rodin. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we talked about it on the on the previous pod, but man, that was so much fun just to watch it. And Mickey didn't watch it. Anymore. No, I was watching throughout the. I caught one one and two and some of three. No, he didn't. Yeah, I did though. <laughs> That's right. So I do have to ask that because I didn't always have audio. Why was the two mics? Was it to pick up more noise? Well, because one one was for uh, the live the stream and one was for actual the PA system. And, okay, and so I didn't want to ask in the comments. <laughs> I was like, oh so then then they sent somebody to actually. Well, Isaac can tell us what they eventually did. Uh, they were looking at getting a special mic, but then he figured out something else. I mean, you know, special Isaac mic? and Keelan, those guys can figure out all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got an adapter for this. Let's just hook it up to that adapter and that'll flow into this and let's see what happens. And boom. But anyway, I digress. I just say, gotta... you didn't see all four nights? Uh, the last night, dude, I passed out. Telling you, bro. Uh, oh, we, got a que- we got a question here. What? Anyway. what? Yeah, that, that's, whoa, that's Googleable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the you hell? You can't be throwing this at us like that. No, uh, now, now we got to start looking at the browsers. You just mess with us now. Listen. Oh, we, we, on Twitter, uh, I can read the. Go ahead. Oh, put, let me put make it sure this there. is him. Let me, let me make sure this is. Share that. Yeah, share this. No, this is not him. This is some weather guy. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. I got a comment here from Isaac. I got a 150 foot court sound. He's scary, but I can't. That's right. Isaac makes it happen, man. I mean, yeah. You know, and that was crazy. Uh, seeing all the stuff that went into the production. I mean, they said like they've easily 100 x uh, from season one. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. Oh, this yeah. is crazy. All this you stuff. Can tell. Yeah, there's there's multiple cameras. You know, there's there's a camera on Steven, There's a camera on the commentators. Uh, I I think uh, Trenton was going back and forth between the matches and also doing a little panning into the into the dugout. To me, the dugout was where you wanted to be. Like, listen, if I make the next season for the full week, don't put me to work. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have my camera. And I will be taking pictures all week long, especially from the dugout. Come on, dog. That's where all the fun is happening. Well, one quick thing. Uh, 
Yeah. Jiu Judo. Uh, I see he. You're saying Ryan Hall addressed the students after 11 a.m. class. Uh, where do we see this? Is that on? Is that on Twitter, Instagram? Uh, just give us a source so we can figure it out. But uh, but while yeah, everyone, every all the fighters were saying the same thing. Yeah, it was all about that. And I, I just I just looked over there kind of long, like oh they're having fun, um, you know. But it was really cool seeing some of those guys bro out after they just went after it. Like I said, my one of my favorites was like after Evers um, and Elijah. Uh, Evers forced Elijah's first draw, and he and he wasn't running. Um, but you know the respect that he that David Evers earned from Elijah, and then seeing them both go sit down next to each other. Uh, you know, in the dugout and, and, and talk is like, that's really freaking cool. That's one of the great things about jujitsu. You can just like, you know, go after each other and just like, okay, we're homies, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're going to be there next for the next one, I need them to put you to work. Cause let me tell you, bro, you killed it too. You did a fantastic job. You know, uh, you, you did a lot of, you know, like PG, good morning, PGF. You know, yeah, like man. good night, PGF. You know, and, and the commentating during the matches, man. You, you know, it was I, fun I, to listen. I, I to gotta be, yeah, I gotta give you props, man. You, you added another element to that. Mm-hmm. You know, commentator squad between Lindsay and Matt. You know, it was well, great. Yeah, I, I kind of. It, it was so much fun. I mean, obviously, Scaff could do it all by himself. I mean, he's oh, so I'm, damn good. Yeah, but I, I kind of give a little bit of history, a little bit of color. Uh, I, I'm almost. I, I am. I am a fan. At the commentary table, that's I, I'm the voice of the of the of the dudes in the in the, in the chat and stuff like that. I'm, I'm I'm them just like through the looking glass uh, there, and so it's kind of fun. And, and also, I don't mind asking silly questions. I, mean, I find that's helped me a lot with all all kinds of stuff and work, etc. So I can ask. Okay, so what's he do next? You know, uh, I'm just a dumb blue belt. Uh, how do you get out of that? <laughs> that's right, and I, and I think that's why they're not holding it against you when you said that you know Elijah was scared of Dave. <laughs> I love the awkward silence. <laughs> you know, I said a lot of things. Here's I mean, pot, we're we're right? we're on air. His wallow stirring it. <laughs> what do? Uh, no, oh, shoot, we're on air. I can't even, like 25, 26 hours during those four days at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that was a lot of talking. Um, trying to remember. That's the other thing. Like trying to remember the matches. You know, when it's that many, you know, it's thirty matches a night. Yeah, four nights plus you know we had the combine the, the day before we all started, and then the first the first day we had three and a half hours of draft. And, no, we had the four hours of draft, and then we had three and a half hours between when that stopped and we went live on the the pre show. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let's bring him on because he's finally here. Hey, there we go. Hey, there he is. Oh, what's up, fellas? PGFOG Kevin Primo. What's happening, dude? Not much, dude. Sorry, it took me a little bit. I'm at the station. It was kind of giving me a headache messing with my computer. How y'all doing? Uh, we're doing good, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Hey, I just want to say thank y'all for all that y'all done for the PGF, too, man. Your pictures, all your write-ups. I didn't get to tell you the other night, but yeah, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome stuff. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah we appreciate it, bro. You know, we love you guys. That's easy for us to do. Oh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a heck of a show, man. What about David Evers? It's a monster. Dude, I mean, let's let's be real. Nobody was expecting that. I, you I know? Put it this way. I wasn't until I grappled with him, and then he uh, got a hold of my leg, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get it. <laughs> so Yeah, and that's probably why most of us weren't expecting it, because we haven't felt that pressure, you know? And, and, and those strong hands grabbing you, you're going, ah, 
not this guy, you know? Yeah, he lit me up. Uh, It was funny. I woke up the next day and I was looking at my ankle and I was like, man, why is my ankle so swollen? I didn't even feel that part of it as my knee. I felt off a couple of times. And I asked him, I was like, man, do you remember like popping my ankle? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I popped your ankle and it's kind of like a zipper up your shin into your knee. And I was like, makes sense that's why i'm so swollen because i was like i was like Ooh. i didn't even feel the ankle part the knee parts what got me and i couldn't tap quick enough that guy he's got some he's got some skills he's nasty yeah he, so, he's so nasty he popped your ankle and you taped your arm bro <laughs> it's the truth <laughs> that arm was taped up the whole time thanks a bunch jonathan roberts i love hey, that I, his- I got a comment here for you uh kevin uh from tiago and he said mr primo you are my favorite PGF competitor. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I really do. Really, really do. Yeah, and Tiago knows. He, he's on the show all the time. So he, he pays a lot of attention to you guys. Well, before we, before we ask you some stupid questions about the PGF, because you know we got to ask some dumb questions, let's talk about, you know, something important, you know, Primo's Heroes. You know, you guys, you guys were a sponsor for uh, the PGF this season. Tell us a little bit about it. So what Primo's Heroes is, is not only, uh, of course, professional firefighter. I'm at the station today. I'll be here for 24 hours. I'll get off in the morning. But I used to work for the Huntsville Police Department. Now I do this, and I'm a full-time realtor. So what it is, it's a way of giving back to the community in ways. So say if you train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, since this is what this has to do with, what I originally was setting it up for was first responders, so firefighters, police, um, medical personnel, such as HEMSI, we call them here, but ambulance services, things like that. Um, Anything to do with the medical field on top of that, teaching, and then, of course, if you train or participate in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu any way, form, or fashion, you're a part of a school, what I'm doing is I'm offering incentives, so you get in touch with me. And even if you're across state lines and everything, there's some states that I don't think allow it. So I'll have to check into it and see which ones do and which ones don't. So I can do like a referral type deal. Say you call me and you want to use my business. What we do is we offer incentives for you to go through us. And I have preferred lenders and I also have closing attorneys that are on board with this already. So we can go that that route. If you do any of that and you meet the criteria, then you'll get certain things that other people can't get. But also, if you do not match that and you use my business, we'll turn and we'll donate to different charities. So it's along the lines with that. Um, and it doesn't even have to be, for me, it doesn't even have to be certain charities uh, that I just have on a list of some that I check into that I really trust and I love what they do. And I know the people that run them, but also just for, you know, certain organizations, say for certain schools that you want to donate to things like that too, that you just, you like the way they instruct or you care about the the values that they have different things that go, you know, along with that route too. And we're working on hammering out the smaller details over the next couple of weeks now that I'm done with the PGF, but I really want to focus on it. So now that I'm done with that, I can put some time into this over the next month and then get back to it. So that's what it is, all in all. What kind of prompted this? I mean, did something happen or were you seeing stuff that was going on and you're like, ah, I need to do this so I can help people out or what? Honestly, what man, I just, working all these different jobs. So I started out, I was working construction when I was 14 for my dad. So I've always been there my entire life. I started out when I was, when I was doing that racing motocross and it was kind of one of those things where he always took care of us. Um, you know, growing up, made sure we had whatever we needed. But in turn, he always taught us hard work. So I started out working with him and I pretty much was the lumber guy. Uh, he didn't teach me how to build anything. He was like, no, all the heavy stuff, you get to carry that all day to day. Um, 
like OSB plywood, tons and tons of it. He used to build real like huge specialty houses, uh, 12,000 square foot house in Hampton Cove. I got to carry all the plywood and put it up on the second floor one day. That was a very interesting day. So Oh man, it was crazy. It was rough. It was me and one other guy. And the other guy was like, man, why are you working so hard? I was like, because if I get done today, I don't have to come back. He said, I just got to put this on the second floor. So we got it done that day. So I started out doing that. And uh, I've always had family with firefighters. Um, and then I decided, like, went to try to get on with the fire department. It was real hard and competitive during that time. And I was like, one of some of my buddies were police officers. And they were like, hey, man, you might like this. So I was like, well, yeah, I'll go to go on a ride along with you. I'll check it out. And I was like, I don't really know. I was like, I didn't know a whole lot about policing before then or anything about it. Dove in there and found out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So you get to chase like the really guys. Like you get to chase the guys that are going to kick your door in and come rob you and try to hurt you. And I was like, this I can do. I'm all about this. So got into it. But once you get into that that realm of work and like military as well or anything like that, and, you know, it's not the same long lines that, but I just know those guys put so much out there. And so to the police department, you never get to see fire department, um, you know, medical, like shoot Hemsey or ambulance service here. Those guys work nonstop and never get a break. So you see that side and you see what they get paid, like what their salaries are. And I'm like, man, they need to get paid a whole lot more, you know, for a lot of the stuff they do. So with this and what I'm offering, it's a way to give back to those guys and say, hey, man, thank you, you know, and, and and doing special things for them. Even like, you know, taking, you know, taking some of the money, if you donate and you donate, donate it back to Primo's Heroes, then I'm going to put on my big things for them, like awards stuff and things like that, where they all get together and just enjoy. So just something that I believe in, that I know how hard the job is compared to how much you give. That's awesome, bro. I mean, it, it, you know, policing, that's that's one of the hardest jobs especially you right possibly now. do. Especially right now in this day and age, bro. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. I got tons of, stuff, tons of friends that are on that side. I got tons of friends that train. I, I help out with, a, we do a thing they call it Blue Jitsu in Huntsville. And I help yeah. out with those guys on Mondays. I get in there and try to help them use Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for their jobs because it really, really comes in handy a lot of times. It's like, man, if you can take somebody, you know, and you can, you can actually subdue them without doing anything harmful, I'm all about yeah. it. I'm yeah, yeah, for sure. Take them down, give them a cuss. Sometimes those guys, man, they're out of their mind. They're on the wrong kind of stuff. And that's the best way to do it without injuring them. There's mm -hmm. tons of stories. Even since we started doing that, there's tons of stories of times that I've heard guys talk about. Like, man, you don't know how much this helped me. They didn't feel comfortable beforehand. But after about six, seven months, you get real comfortable with not, you know, doing what they need to do without having to, you know, get all out of control. You don't want to. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we're not going to go through. There's the other side. Mm -hmm. we're good there i mean it's it's a good you know initiative to mm -hmm. I, I i do think that police officers should be at least a blue belt in jujitsu okay. it would help I, it would help them out a lot you know they, and they, they get a lot of shit man it's 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 a hard job it's it's gotta be you know mm -hmm. you're you're seeing us maybe not the good guy so you know anymore you know back in the day it was like oh just call the cops, you know, cops will help you. Now it's like, eh, we don't know. I like to, I like to put it this way. And this is like, of course, the more people and everybody's going to have their own opinions, but even at any job you write, 
it's you're going to be held to a higher standard. You should be to be a police officer. I understand that. But yeah. you, ever, you ever work a job with people that you just don't get along? You're not the same type of people. Not everybody's going to be the same type with every job. you Like if I'm working yeah. with people like I like you guys, if I was digging ditches with you guys, I'd be having fun digging ditches because we'd be cracking up and having a good time. Right. Hell um, yeah. But we'd be having a good time with it. Well, that's because I get along with you guys. It doesn't mean yeah. just because you work a job, you're going to get along with everybody and agree with everything. They, and that's yeah. the best thing I can say. And yeah, as far as the bad guys, it's like you show up to a call. A lot of times, if you're a police officer and it's like you show up to a call, you're there because something didn't go that Yeah. Um, this is like the ongoing joke, like between like firefighters, police officers and stuff, because I've been on both sides. It's like, must be nice to be you. Everybody likes you guys. They love seeing firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like on the other side, they see you and you pull up, they're like, like, man, I'm in trouble or something. (laughs) Wait a second. Why are you looking at me funny? And I'm like, I'm not here for that, man. I'm just, I'm just here to say, Hey, so let's be, let's be real. Which one you like better? You like policing or you like being a firefighter better? Man, I like them both. They, uh, I like, I look, I like both the parts of them, but it's just, if you, I don't know, man, if I got to do exactly what I was talking about, just chasing bad guys every day and I didn't have to worry about doing anything else, you know, all the paperwork, all the court stuff, all that you're, you're in uniform all, all the time when you're on yeah. that side. And this, I'm here 24 hours. It's 20, and it could be a crazy 24 hours. If I got a couple of fires that I have to go, you know, handle or, I, you know, wrecks all day, it could be really crazy. And you got to get up in the middle of the night all night, barely sleep, things like that. Um, but this right here is better definitely for what I want to do with the rest of my life and like how I want to build things like the real estate stuff, everything too. So I do, but I don't mind the other, but I just wish it was more of, you know, I wish it was more just where you got to choose exactly what you want to do. It's like, hey, I want to go. I just want to go deal with these guys. I don't want to deal with anybody else. That's it. I want to, I want to wear my blue jeans, my T-shirt, and go take bad guys to jail. Oh, oh, that sounds like a, a Primo's Bells bomb. <laughs> I know a bunch of those guys, too. Man, those guys, they got a crazy job. Now, those guys would go do some stuff where I'm like, I've seen them yeah. out when I used to do that. And I was like, yeah. What are you doing out here? <laughs> Just running around like vigilante. So I'm like, whatever, man. Y'all are crazy. I'm like, somebody's going, somebody's going to check y'all up one day. This is nuts. They do some crazy stuff. I, I always think that one of the hardest things for for police officers is just the unknown element. Yes. Uh, where you can be at a scene, and and you know you're expected to be you know super nice, almost kind of like roadhouse rules. Yeah. Uh, you know, be be nice until told not to be nice, and 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 they could go like that and, and go from, Oh, they're okay. So they just pulled a gun on you. Exactly. Um, you, you, example, example, say you stopped it. You stopped the vehicle just because their lights were, were off and they're driving at night. You're just going to stop and go, Hey man, turn your lights on. They jump out and they decide they're going to try to shoot you because they think you're doing something different. It's like, you never know what's going to happen. Like that's yeah. that crazy stuff happens all the time. And it's, it's, it's a hard one to tell. I mean, you don't even know who the guy is in the car. You're just trying to make sure he doesn't hit anybody or somebody doesn't hit him. But, there you go. You know, not even yeah. going to ride on the ticket to say, turn your lights on, man. Have a good day. You know, so it's a rough one. You yeah. Know. That, that's a job I can't do, man. That's crazy. I'll be like, let me see your license and registration right off the bat. <laughs> man, like, I'm paranoid as it is, bro. I come from Puerto Rico, bro. Let me see. Let me see. Go but. Listen, let, 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 we're going to ask you some dumb questions now about the PGF. Okay, sounds good. You've been in all three, so you're the perfect guy to talk to and compare all three. Because the first season, it was every Friday. And then the second season, it went from, you know, every Friday to basically a, a whole week. Granted, season two was filmed and then put out, but this season was like, we're live all week. 
How are they different? Ooh, man, I, I think it's gotten better. And I'm one of those kinds. So that first, the first season, that was cool because it was the first one. It was something new. We were trying everything else. But I didn't, I didn't really like the whole it was every Friday thing because to me it left a lot open. And we talked some of the some of the guys I was talking to, like Caleb McAllister and a few other ones, is it's like, man, trying to stay healthy during that entire time. And even it was Elijah, I think, that got COVID. One of the yep. weeks, and luckily, it just ended on a right. week, right? But I always was thinking about it. I was like, man, if you get in here and you train during the week, which of course a bunch of us still were training all the time, too. What if you get injured during the middle of the week, then you can't finish the season? So I like it to where it's like back to back to back, like we did this time or the last time. Um, and I think, and what I like more about it this time than I did last time, too, or like give and take. I liked the interview, which I liked that Steven Eakin, man, that guy did a killer job. I love after every match, he would go ahead and interview right then, especially when you're tired or breathing hard. You get to really see what somebody just said. Like, Dude, I'm dying right now. I can hardly talk to you. This is rough. Um, I like that part, but I also like how you got to know the athletes better in the last season whenever we did all all the interview stuff, like the real deep, you know, the deeper interviews. It's like, hey, how do you think this match is going to go? And then you find out how it went, and it's like, that's not what I thought was going to happen. Um, but I know that man, there was so much work that went into that behind the scenes. And I'm around Keelan a good bit. And he does, he does a lot of my real estate video work. He does an amazing job. And I hated to see how hard he was having to work just to edit that stuff all the time. It was like nonstop work day over and over. So man, differences, I I don't know. It was, it was, I like it better when it's all crammed together like that. But every season I've had such a good time with that's the reason why I like it. And of course, I kind of like the back-to-back nights too because the harder the mountain to climb, man, it's just it's the victory's so much better. Like I don't know how good David Evers felt when he was standing up on that stage, but I bet that guy was like, I just conquered. Like he should have felt that way because he beat a lot of really good dudes to get there. He did. He has brown belt. Yeah. Well, that man earned earned that brown belt the hard way. That was not an easy earn. It was I talked to his head instructor. I know Eric Alley well and I love that guy. And I was like, dude, you're talking about earned. I was like, that's that's a hard way to earn it. And he goes, he beyond earned it. That guy, he seriously worked every day, works for NASA, would get off, train at nights and everything. That's when he normally trains. And I've grappled with him a couple times before then. Actually I think once or twice, I don't know, one of the two, but I've grappled with him. I knew he was good and I had good leg locks. I was trying to dime him out to everybody too, like that first PGF qualifier. And nobody was listening to him. I was like, you better not let him touch your legs. Mm -hmm. I just let him touch his legs. (laughs) So he was beating people, but that guy, man, he uh, worked every day, full-time job, and he would get off and compete. So if we were there at the gym or anything, nobody would ever see him because he was working all the way up to that point. And then he, so, man, it would just be great. But that's what I like the best about it. I like how we do the back-to-back-to-back because I'll just show you, like I say, like, what can you really handle? Like, what kind of mental strength do you push through? So I like this newer version of the other two or the first version, anyway. So I'm with you in, in that season two, those, those uh, interviews afterwards, uh, it was really great. You know, got, got to meet people a little bit better while they had some more time to think and weren't so winded. Um, but man, uh, as I understand from talking to Gibbs, that, that took like hours after every night. And I mean, they kind of did that on the last night and, and they were there till at least after 2 AM. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think is the, the happy medium? Do you, you know, just pull in like one guy a night or maybe just try to just randomly pull in guys or. 
I guess, I guess that's what I would do. Like he tried, I think they did it. You know, I think they did a pretty good, like a, a good job with the way they set it up this time too, because you remember how, you know, they'd have the interviews as like how you expected the season to go and everything. And you kind of, you got to hear us talk like whenever I got up there and I did a nice long interview and Elijah did his and, you know, he was sharing them out. I like the idea. I think that's a good way to go with it. But as far as like, I don't know how they would do it and make it live to where it doesn't take up so much time to edit all those. I don't know if there is a way to do it, really. I think the only way, you'd almost have to, like, build your storyline. Like, maybe maybe take, like, two or three guys that you think have an interesting angle. Uh, and you can almost do, like, a, a an embedded day at their gym beforehand between the qualifier and then. I mean, just, you'd have to, like, figure out amongst all the roster who you want to, who you want to market. You know, it's what it is marketing. Uh, and you could do an embedded before uh, between the qualifiers before the season. And then maybe like, you know, again, you're talking like two or three guys after after the night's over. That's much more doable. Um, yeah, because that's a lot. That's a whole lot of video work. That's for that's for sure. You might like being there till after 2 a.m. And plus, you just grappled all night. And it wears you out. It's a very exhausting week. And that's that's what I got from most of the guys. Anybody was messaging was just like. Dude, I'm so sore. I'm so sore <laughs> right now. Like, I hear you. I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed you the Lonnie were... Jones stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, no, no, go ahead. I, I mean, the Lonnie Jones stuff from season two was really cool, really neat to see. Uh, but but being there and being a part of it for the week and, and realizing, like, holy crap, these guys should have been in bed or, or just recovering. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. After I had that first night, I went back in the, I went back in the office myself and I was like, my arm was all jacked up and everything. I couldn't even lay down and get comfortable. He called me perfect. I went back there and I was watching the rest of the matches and I took a nap while I was back there in the back. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get some rest. I know how tomorrow's going to be. And there was matches I wanted to see, but I was like, I'll just go back and watch them later. I just got to catch up later. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And Lonnie, man, I love Lonnie. He's such a, uh, He's an amazing person. Like, have you been around him very much? I don't know if you had or not. Uh, I, I basically just met him a couple of times. I mean, I, I've, I've listened to almost all of his podcasts. I mean, that that I just feel like a better person, and like I've really learned after I after I listen to one of his podcasts. Yeah, he teach man. He's he's all about. Like I love sitting and listening to him talk, and he's always trying to help you. He's he's great people. He really is. I mean, he's done. A, he does a ton of different stuff. He's one of those other people that I think about when I think about them being busy, me and him jump around about who's busier. <laughs> and I, I think he's one of the ones that give me a good run for my money. I think he's got me. Like, he's not, he's just nonstop. I'm like, how do you find time to do the stuff you do? And he asked me the same thing. How do I find time? I, I don't know. I just do it. I just make it happen. Mm-hmm. So part of it. Hey, dumb question coming right up. What was more grueling an hour and 12 minutes or the whole season this year? Man, I don't, Hey, if if I wouldn't have got shoot if Jonathan if I wouldn't have got jacked up a couple of times it may like it may have been the hour and twelve minutes but that hour and twelve minutes took me well oh, probably about a week and a half to get back to be, like it messed me up big time <laughs> I showed up I showed up the next day for open mat to roll with people and what I remember about that is just how easy it was just to I mean I was like a little child with everybody out there because <laughs> I, like, I couldn't do every time I tried to do something it wouldn't work I was like I don't know why I'm here right now I'll just let y'all be uh, yes yeah, that's, that's it it was, it was rough I'm sure Joe felt the same way and we we got after it and it told me it took a long time so I don't yeah. know was he was he was he there the next day at the open mat uh, he was there too. Yeah, he was out there. Uh, he was even. Wow, there. you guys are crazy. I would have been like, you ain't gonna see me for like a month. 
<laughs> yeah, like, wait a I don't know about hey this ever ever since we got done uh, on was it Thursday night I got through rolling. Of course I was you know I popped on my knee and ankle. I was like, yeah. I won't be back in there this week. I love you guys, but y'all won't see yeah. me. I'm not coming through this door. So I'll be back. I'll be back this upcoming week. But man, uh uh-uh. uh. Like I I had a rough I had a rough one. Yeah. I don't know. That Joe's that way though. It's just a mentality thing. It's that it's kind of the reason why it went that long is we're just both I'm not I did I didn't see him in any of the broadcasts this season. I didn't see him at the finale. Where's he at? He moved to uh, is Mobile. He moved down there. I was helping him. I was helping oh, him. Oh snap! I have no idea. Yeah, he moved. He moved down there. He got a job, so he moved down there for a little while, and then of course I don't know how long he'll be there. He doesn't know, but they made him a great offer, so that's why. Yeah. Didn't see him. Okay. I wasn't talking shit about him. I was just saying, hey, I haven't <laughs> seen him. Where's he at? Oh, he'd have loved to have been up here. He was, uh, he was, you know, he would have, he told me, he was like, man, he goes, if I could have, I'd have tried to have been a coach. And that would have been really awesome too, man. I love, Joe shows me stuff all the time. Like I love one. But yeah, whenever he moved down there, I was helping with his real estate stuff. And I, I was like, man, are you really going to take off down there? It's like, yeah. He's like, they're making me an offer that I can't refuse. I'm going to go down there for a while and see how it pans out. So he's happy with it as far as I know. All right. I'm going to put a question up here for you and I'm going to let you answer it. I don't know if you can see it. It says Joe Kai for season four. Oh, please, please do. If they're doing 155 and Joe don't do it, I'm going to be so sad. Like, he needs to be out there. That'd be Man, awesome. That pace that he could put on people and his his game, uh, uh, it'd be hard to bet against him. He's, well, listen, you, you kept up with him pretty good, man. An hour and 12 minutes. Hey, it was rough. And man, you got and that's the thing too, is that I had I had weight on him too. I mean, you give him the same size guys, the way he moves. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna be fireworks. <laughs> he's gonna Hell be yeah. So, uh, so I'm, go ahead, Meg. No, oh, he's no just continue. So much better, man. He's awesome. So uh, I want to ask about. Um, go ahead. So the uh, the Jonathan L. Uh, Elbow Genie Roberts uh, arm pop. How bad was it? I th- I don't think we were getting the straight straight scoop from Scaff. Oh, he's training. It was so bad. And Scaff's, Scaff's my my guy. Uh, I had asked him about. It. I was I asked him about it the day before. It was either that. It was actually the next day before we got in there to compete and stuff. I was like, so, and I'd been rehabbing it all day. Um, It popped a good four or five times. That's the oh, worst my arm's ever been popped. I thought it broke. Like, I, when I first popped up, I was like, well, my arm's broke. And I stuck it. And I broke a lot of stuff in my body. So, I was I was pretty sure. And it was funny because if you if you watch the video, I couldn't use it to shake hands or do anything. with. I would just walk over there left-handed, shaking, whatever. And I was like, I got to get something on this. But I shot him a message. And, and he's a trooper. I was like, hey, don't tell anybody else. I was like, because I'm going to put a poker face on. I said, but you got any good uh, good advice for what? With submissions, I said you I should use that only require one arm because like his one arm chokes and stuff like that. That's who I steal those from. Like his mm-hmm. his rear naked chokes and um, north south chokes, all of them are just nasty. And yeah. I was like, "Hey man, what do you recommend?" So he kind of gave me gave me a few different options. I was like, "Well, we're gonna go out there and see what we can do." We taped it up. I had a I wore those long sleeves where you couldn't see the tape the first couple of nights. And I had KT tape all around that thing. Yep. <laughs> I was like, let's just put a straight face on. I don't want anybody to know because I don't, I'm not going to make excuses. You know, I still, to me, I still should have won those matches. But it was really, like, I, who was it? I don't know if I told you or I, it may have been you. I couldn't even, I wear, I was wearing that Carhartt jacket, I think, the last night or one of the nights. I couldn't zip that thing up with my rifle. <laughs> I was trying to zip it up. And, and I just looked over and I was like, this is pathetic. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
so sad right now because when you're sitting there and you can't zip a jacket over your arm at all. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just going to say this. The, the admission is a little bit of a vindication for Stephen Aiken because he was saying as much because he noticed that you, you didn't shake his hand. And so I was factoring that into my analysis. And then Scaff comes in. Here, oh, no, no, it's all good. I'm like, listen, Scaff is the Bill Belichick of the PGF. <laughs> remember when that, 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 I can't remember who was it that he was hurt. And they asked him, he's like, he's good. He's going to be playing. And the guy had like a torn bicep or something like that. Uh, Scaff is that guy. He's, he's Belichick. But hey, that, that's what he's got to do, man. He was taking care of me. He was. Yeah, he was like, for sure. Making sure he's like doing whatever he could to make sure nobody knew because I, everybody, I mean, him and Lindsay both know they see me in the gym all the time. It doesn't, I could be going in there and my leg would be hanging off. I'm still going to get some rounds in. I'm going to. And you still hit that chest compression, what, twice? Yeah. Hey, man, what's crazy about that? The way I caught it without uh, either one of the arms being in. Man, I was training with Eric out one day, and he, uh, the head instructor, of course, Tim Planet Huntsville. And yeah. man, he's got some nasty chokes from there, the way he's able to control his weight. And he, I let both of my arms get up under him. So he didn't have either one of my arms in the choke, caught me in the same position. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go out the back, or I'm just going to move him off the top of him. I was going to try to big boy him. And he got so deep on it, him controlling the chin the way he controls it. That's where I got it. And man, it really blew my mind. I was like, wow, you about put me to sleep with that in there. And I was like, I didn't think that was possible. So it kind of opened my mind up to different different ways to use it. So even if you mm-hmm. don't catch the arm, as long as you get control of the chin, you got them right at the right time. You can put somebody to sleep with it because it almost happened to me. It was like, okay, if you showed it happened to me, I, I believe we're good. So that was, that was him that showed me that. He's got some stuff. He's nasty. So other than, uh, the, other than your you know epic match with Joe Kai, What's been your favorite match of the three seasons? Hmm, let's see. Man, honestly, I like my last match with Elijah that I had this last time. Even though he caught me in like the last 20 seconds, I felt really good during that match. And then that last paint shoot, hand it to the guy. You can't – man, he's got those little movements. Every time I'd get close to feeling like I had something, he would move just enough to get loose. And it was just – Oh man, just disappointing. Like my favorite, but also just disappointing in it too. Cause I was like, man, I was coming after him with everything I had. Everybody does. Everybody was trying to beat the bad guy. Everybody was trying to beat Elijah. You know, he's the king. And man, it was, uh, I felt like that was probably my favorite match that I've had to where I was really coming after somebody. And, you know, I couldn't close, I mean, couldn't close the deal. It was, uh, it was fun to me and it made me feel good about the things I'd been working, trying to get there. But uh, if you're going to beat that guy, you got to. Hey, you got to be different. You got to you got to do some stuff. Good luck, right? I'm gonna piggyback. I'm gonna piggyback off of that question. Who do you want to run it back with? Season uh, one through three. Man, it don't matter. Let's see. If you want to, if you want to pick him all, pick him all. I don't care. But <laughs> the, the, the the one that you're like, uh, man, yeah, I'm gonna get you, mother. Dude, there's so many guys. <laughs> second, second season since I felt horrible. A lot of those second season guys. I really want to like anybody from that, like not even just to name one person, because I'm sure I'll see them again at one point or like some point in time in my life. I'm sure I will. But it's one of those things to where it's like, man, I wish I would have been healthier. That way I could have put on more of a show because after two minutes, it was just 
whatever. <laughs> Y'all gonna kill me. We all know you're gonna kill me. I'm gonna try to survive. I get it. It's whatever. Hey, Elijah made a, a funny comment like in one of the interviews I was watching it, and he goes, he just said, "Nah, I feel like I've already won that one." I was like, "Yeah, me too." I was like, "I can't do anything about it." <laughs> I'm gonna go out here pretty much. I'm gonna try to give you what I can give you for about two minutes, and I'm probably gonna get stuck here. That's exactly like. Eh. I was like, "What? What else can I say?" Like, I I can't stop you from this. I can't stop this from happening. It's gonna happen. So. Yeah, a lot of them, yes. definitely all matches. All right, well, here, here you go, guys. Season two. If uh, if you got the better of Kev, watch your back. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I seen something interesting. It was uh, the Kevin Cheryl uh, was talking about trying to get us and the Elkins brothers, the Kevin's versus the Elkins brothers. You know, that would be fun. That, that would be amazing. Hey. I mean, how, how, how would you do it? Like a tag team kind of thing or like a is that like quintet a trio? Well, like a, a, a not like a quintet because that's five. But just no, I get it. But the the rules set the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, whoever loses, the other guy comes in, and so on and so on. That'd be cool. Just anything like that. Just because I know, like between those, all those guys are good, man. Marcus, you know how many people got in touch with me? Like, who? Where did Marcus come from? I've never even seen him before. And they love his matches because they're exciting. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. He's like he said, mm-hmm. he's there to either dunk on people or to get dunked on. That was his whole thing the entire time, and it was awesome. But with him, and of course, y'all know Matt and Jake are just monsters. Yeah, it'd be a, oh, man, it'd be it'd be a show. It definitely would. I, I don't know what happened, but I would be. It would be very entertaining. It, it needs cool. to be a tag team. Uh, yeah, that, that would be cool. Actually, I think it'd be great. <laughs> so definitely, I think people would love to see it, especially with uh with the way I think it should be like a special, you know, fight. You know, in the season four in, finale, man. Season four finale. You know, all the Kevins, and then you know, all the young kids. Come on, man! It'll, you know, get some respect there. Some the League of Extraordinary Kevins. Oh, excuse I do, I do me. Like that name. That's a good name. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, what about that belt? Did y'all see that belt, Kevin Cheryl? Was I saw it. He had a sticker that said Kevin. I was like, so, oh, I get it. We were talking about that, but he was talking about getting a Naga belt, and so I'm like, you know what? I know somebody's got a Naga belt. Hey, Evan Stapler, get over here. <laughs> you know, we're like, it's like, I'm like, hey, put put on it, the Kevin, the Kevin. You know, Kevin Belt's fine too, but uh, but Evan's like, man, can I go? Can I come put it around your waist? I know you wanted to as well, but uh, I was like, yeah, maybe maybe have you do a you know one song right before the match, and then have it, and then get like the BMF belt. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I got, I got some pictures with uh, like we took some pictures with him all, with him having it on. I loved it. I was like, "Hey, man, you earned it, dude. You you put on a show. You busted your tail. Congrats! Yes. I'm proud of he, you." It started it started a little rocky for him, you know, the first night. But after that, he was one of the top guys until the finale. You know. He's an animal, man. I remember that transition, like with him and Jonathan Roberts, where they're going through, and he was I almost caught that armbar on Jonathan, and they went back and forth. I was like, wow, yeah. that's what impressed me about him because I didn't, you know, I didn't know he could transition like that. He's a D one wrestler, God knows how to grapple and get it, but that was that was impressive. That was really awesome. So I'll give him credit on that. One. That was nice. Thank yeah, you. both of you had really rough uh, first nights. I mean, they just like really gave you the murderer's row for both of you. I looked, I looked I looked at my schedule for the first time and I just started laughing. I was like, I'm not surprised at all. I was like, I got Elijah, I got Dane Leak, and then I got Jonathan Roberts as number 12. Like out of the first 12 matches, I've got those three. And I was like, ah, whatever. I was like, let's get it. Let's just get it's it. like that show, Everybody Hates Kevin. 
I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> before, before it even happened, I was like, I already know I'm going to have the worst schedule, so I'm not going to worry about it. And then when I, <laughs> I was right. I do have the worst schedule. This is the worst schedule ever. I was like, who gets this? So you just got to laugh and get out there. It's like, whatever. Be like, what the fuck, man? I thought we were boys. What's up? I trained under you. Dude, you do me like this? <laughs> I love Brandon so much, but there's probably so many times I've just looked at him and caught, caught my head in the sideline. I mean, uh, you're my, I'm from here. You run this thing. <laughs> I get zero love. And I think it, it's like, it almost makes me feel like he's like, you know what? I'm going to give him the hardest time. That way everybody knows I'm not gaming the system. Like, he don't want to hear from me. Yeah. He knows I ain't going to care. I'm just going to get out there and get it anyway. So. Yeah. Kind of like coach's son. But, uh, but no, I mean, you know, for, for the, the peoples at home, the whole schedule was built beforehand, and as people got drafted, they just put their names in there. So, uh, and that takes us to a good point. What did you think about uh, the combine and the draft this season? I liked it. I did. Um, I really like how they did the coaches and the picking of the teams. And I mean, that's always cool to sit back and watch. I enjoyed that immensely. Um, the combine was cool too. Uh, honestly, I just like the trash talking during the combine because David. David Tell us about it. Tell us about it. So funny. So David Evers, what I mainly remember is the stuff he was saying because he he's like he'll talk and he's pretty quiet and everything, but he jokes around with me because we know each other personally. He's from on ten point hospital. But we're gonna do the shot. This is the funniest thing to me for some reason. We're gonna do the shot put, and dude, he's jacked, and I know he's about to just launch that. He looks over at me and he goes, "Hey man," he goes you know, you should throw this a lot farther than me because you're taller and you got longer arms, right? You know, it's physics. And he works for NASA, you know? <laughs> I just looked over at him. I was like, what a liar. <laughs> I was like, Whatever. I was like, I'm not believing you for anything because I see the way you're built. You're about to throw that thing through. So, him, you know, him and Kiyaki threw it the furthest. Man, he watched that thing. I went over there and sat down beside him. And I was like, your physics sucks. So I was like, I'm never getting on the rocket ship that you built and going anywhere. <laughs> he starts dying laughing. He goes, you should have threw it further than me. And I'm like, whatever, man. He launched it. I was sitting there like, wow. Like, did anybody else just see what he did to that ball? Like, that's mm-hmm. like, it, and it was good technique for us too, but I was but man, it was little stuff like that. Like he would, he would say those things before certain little events, and I'd just start shaking my head. He's about to do something stupid. Like whenever he did that jump, I was like, he's probably going to jump halfway across the gym. You know, just things like that. <laughs> Dude, he's he's very yeah. He got a, a lot of explosive power. Man, what did he do? Like like five hundred and sixty seven pushups in a minute. Yes, that oh, I'm like, can you do them any faster? I mean, why are you going so slow? Like, what is this? Yeah, he was just not. I mean, I don't. Nakaya almost couldn't count fast enough. It was that fast. He just kept going. I wonder how many he could really do. We should have asked him. I'm for, I should have asked him. Like before, he just completely gave up. Hey. Like, Two hundred, maybe. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. I I don't know. I could do like probably like three. Look at me. I've, I've gained so much weight since the finale. I'm like, I get to woo, and I'm good. I'm like, I don't know about this. But I thought about it, and then I didn't do it because David destroyed it. And I was just saying, like, who's going to go after you now? Nobody. I'm not going after that. No. Yeah, not a good, not a good idea. Well, Mario did pretty good, too. Yeah, he was like one of the first ones. I think he was. Yeah, he had like 55 or something like that. It was respectable. Yeah, and, and they were good. Respectable. Mar- Mario's were good. That was amazing. I can't. I can't do fifty-five push-ups in a minute. 
There are some I questionable s- ones out there. Some guys like that weren't even close who? to locking out their elbows. Who? Who, who like was questioning it? I already have enough targets on my back. Who well, was questioning it? Go back and look at the how footage. Many, how many how can that person do? Look at the footage. I don't know. In, how in many? In, in, in certain how many can that person do? In, in certain institutions, if you don't do a full range of motion, they just keep saying the same number. Blah, one, blah, blah, one, blah. one. This is not the Marines, bro. So I, I don't want to talk about, but I see that or, Kai Johnson, or the Navy or whatever. Kai, Kai, I mean, so talking about the Navy, I mean, you know, <laughs> full time, full time, Josh Gibbs, you know, a, a, a former sailor. He, he. Well, was he a sailor? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Medical Corps. Yeah. Uh, Corbin. Did, all right. Yeah. He did great. He did. He did really, really well. Um, you know, really showed a, a, a lot of athleticism. His pushups were very nice. Uh, but uh, want to point out the last uh, comment we got on here. You want to show it again? Oh, sure. Uh, the Connect Four. The Connect Four. What'd you think about that, Kevin? <laughs> I liked it, man. It was so, it was so funny. Sean, I don't know how much Sean played before that, but I really think he. he oh, such a, like, I mean, he's all about games. As soon as they said they were, they were playing that, I was like, Sean's probably already insanely good at it. Well, like, once he was, once he was announced, he didn't sleep. All that he did was play Connect Four. That's the way I thought about it. I was like, yo guys should have tried. Y'all should have played a lot more for this. Yeah, he was like trying to play it down. Like, yeah, you know, I I just made all of my students play me in Connect 4 until I felt comfortable. Like, dude, that's that's a lot of preparation. You have a lot of students. We got a comment here for Eggy. Says, oh, Eggy was hating on some of those forms. I tell you. Well, I mean, there's there's two parts to the push-up. There's like the touching your chest to to the, 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 the fist. And then there's the extension. If you don't do both, it shouldn't count. Okay. Well, moving on from the push-ups. I agree with you. Tell me how fun was the dugout. Because that's where I want to be. I want to be hanging out at the dugout. Are you talking about all the guys over there on the side? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it was that was that was one of the the better things too with where we're all sitting over there. I was talking about the walkouts and uh, Randy's walkout was awesome, especially in person. Every time he'd walk out there, that was the best one. And the one, of course, I liked how Elijah was always that was hilarious too. But something I found funny and I don't know, I laughed every time is Kevin Cheryl. Every time Kevin Cheryl. Would Everybody be all cheering him and everything. And then shortly after it got quiet, you'd hear Elijah go, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he missed it one time. Really <laughs> I feel like he's gonna do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah, man. See, so this is the kind of stuff that I want to hear. You know, I like catching stuff that's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, we see the PGF, but you know, it's the behind the scenes stuff that attracts me also. You know, I, I want to know what was said, what was what was going on, what was the vibe between everybody, that kind of thing, you know? Oh, it was great this year. Like, man, there wasn't even like Everybody got along great. Uh, coaches, you know, were trying to help out where they could. Shoot, Sean was coaching me against David that one time. He was helping me out when David was trying to rip my legs off. Um, but it man, it was great. Everybody's in there joking around, trying to help, you know, trying to help each other out, just having a good time. Like the kind of trash talking that's just hilarious between everybody. Everybody had that kind of that kind of attitude this time. And it was just, man, there were so many times I was just found myself over there laughing so hard about some of the stuff people were saying back and forth. Just those uh those really hateful things that you're just like, 
man, nobody, nowhere else could you say that, you know, between like closer friends and it just be okay. Uh, my, like Kiahi, Mario, and uh, Eric Wonker, they were three of the funniest ones to be hanging. I hung around them so much and just hearing them talk back and forth was hilarious. Cause Eric just, Eric Wonker told me, he goes, Oh no, I've got a grudge against Mario. I got to kill him this season. He was like, I'm going to come out there and do everything I could. And then he was like, after the match happened and Mario ended up winning, he was like, I was so disappointed in myself. Why did I let him do it again? He's like, it happened. Because uh, Mario looked good this season. That guy, oh, I, yeah. love, I love his like his jujitsu and the stuff he does. It just looks awesome. He has some really sneaky, like just some slick stuff that he kind of that he pulls at right at the perfect time. I thought he, I thought he could end up making it to the finals with uh, with David Evers. Actually, like I was, I was actually thinking that was going to be the finals. So, but man, just hearing that kind of talk, I wish, I wish that was on video. I wish they'd had like, and I'm sure they probably had it somewhere. There was a, there was a couple of different guys with cameras going around, you know, throughout the, I bet they got some real funny stuff. Isaac might, you know, he, he would just drop down cameras anywhere <laughs> and, and just leave them. So uh, who knows? We, we, yeah, I think, was it uh, plaster said, uh, told Isaac that they have enough content for like a year from that Whoa. one, like a year's worth of content. It wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't because there was cameras going around the entire. I remember there was plenty of times where I was just sitting there and there'd be somebody taking pictures of me and somebody else talking or videoing us talking about anything and everything. So there's probably some really funny stuff. And I hope they, I hope they like relate, release like a video where they just cut it up, just all the different funny things that because it'd be awesome. How, how do you feel about that? You know, the fact that you have so many cameras coming at you, you know. This is not something that we were seeing, you know, before. This is something unique. A lot of these guys are not used to media, you know. I say media, you know, in quotations, because we're not really technically media. We're just covering what we like, you know. What are you about, man? I got, I got a website. I, 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 I take it back. I take it back. We're media. We're not part of the professional media. We're like, you know. You? We're not paid. Yeah. Yeah. We're free. Hey, we're freelancers. But anyway, how, how do you feel about that? You know, having all the cameras, all the pictures, video, you know, interviews and all that stuff. Man, I don't know. It's uh, I may be a little different because of like doing the jobs that I do, like doing this one or whatever. I'm I'm usually around cameras. Like the news, uh, the news will be out on like car accidents and stuff all the time. There's always cameras around, so I'm just used to it. Like being careful about what you do, what you don't do, stuff like that, and everything. While you're hanging out in front of the camera, you don't want to you don't want to be on the news later just doing something really silly over in the background, right? So <laughs> for me, I don't know because I even think like stuff like that. It, it doesn't bother me because. I think those funny moments are those weird things that you get to catch are like those unique moments. Like the picture, you take that picture of Stephen Eakin when he's sitting there writing the notes down and everything. So you do that. I think that stuff's yeah. amazing. So they don't bother me, but I know there's other people that it really kind of weirds them out or they just get real nervous and you can tell they act differently when there's a camera around. Like they just all of a sudden like kind of freeze up mm-hmm. and it's funny to me. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was like, hey, oh, camera's messing with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> I like lamp. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Oh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the fact that there's so much stuff going on, you know, as far as, you know, the cameras. I was thinking if I come up for the next season that I was going to bring my 360 camera and just plant it in the middle because it'll catch everything, but 
I don't know. We'll see. I, I still, I, I, I want to be there, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to be there for the whole week, but it is what it is. Are you going to make one? You going to make one fifty-five? No, no, man. He saw me. <laughs> he saw me when I weighed in this time. Yeah. My last weight cut went great. This one was so bad. Five and a five and a half hours is how long it took altogether. It was uh, a like the, in the morning. The sauna broke. My guy that seriously, uh, his name's Eric Knight. I give him all the credit in the world for like helping me figure out how to cut down to that weight. And starting at 197 to get there last time, whenever I cut it, I felt great for the for the uh, trials, like getting in there. But man, I felt so horrible. And I woke up early that morning, couldn't really sleep. My weight wasn't where it was supposed to be. And I usually do like a cut with a sauna, sauna like I use a sauna, sauna suit, everything else. Like I have a certain way that I do it. And I got up to the gym that I was going to use. The sauna was broken. My guy that is like, he's always there for and gives me all like the advice. Like, you know, gives me the motivation to push through everything. Man, he got super sick. He, uh, he started helping yeah. some wrestling. Like he helps their wrestling team out. Uh, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to hop in there with them some too and work with them a little bit this summer. I'm looking forward to that. Hmm. But he, man, he, he couldn't make it up there that morning. I was like, okay. I was like, that's number two. I was like, this is going to be a really bad day. I can just feel it. And then of course, five and a half hours later, trying to do like the bath cut, the bath water cut, doing everything like that. Oh. Nothing worked out right. And then my scales broke and you know, I said, okay, I left those scales are still at the gym. I was like, I'm not taking these scales back home to me. Somebody can take them outside and beat them with a hammer. I don't care. And man, I was hurting. And after throw that, that shit out. Yeah, I thought you yeah, used exactly. it for target practice, you said. I was use it for target practice. Like, yeah. And I was like, never again am I making 170. The 185 is all I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It was awful. It was so bad. Yeah, so, rest assured, uh, Randy is not making 155. Dude, no, that he, guy. He, he looked worse than Kevin. Yeah, he had a bad one. He showed up and had to go cut some more weight, too. Like me, I made it 170.6, and... I, whenever I got there, I was just, I was like, man, I better make weight. Cause if I got to put that sauna suit back on, it's going to hurt. So I was already hurting. I was like, it's going to hurt so bad. So kudos to Randy for, even though he was already hurting that bad, he still went, man, that's a, that's a trooper. Dude. He's tough. He had to, what did he have to cut? Like 15 in water, I think is what he got down to like straight up water weight. It was something crazy. I was like, wow, that's right. I, I just remember seeing him thinking like, holy crap, who is this guy? Oh yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, it was so crazy. I mean, I think it was pointed out, you know, uh, you're not, not as old as us two old bastards on the top row here, but you're getting a little bit older. Randy's still a fair amount younger. And so you, you can mess with your weight like that. I mean, so when the next day he was like, Holy shit, Randy's back mm-hmm. you know, right before the draft. And like, so all the coaches could like see him. Cause before, before they saw him like look like a human again, we were concerned he wouldn't get drafted. Yeah. Did you see him at the combine walking around? I didn't get to talk to him much, but I was paying attention to him because I was worried. I was like, man, he cuts so much weight. He's got to be feeling real rough. And I was watching him and I was like, do I look like that right now? Like, it looked like he was just zoned out to me. And I was like, I probably look a lot like that right now. <laughs> just yeah, like- you can tell you guys were still recovering. Uh, I was really impressed with his his speed on that shuttle, not the sides. But from like from the first cone to the the very front, just going forward, like he was freaking quick. I mean, just showing that D one athletic skill. I mean, Super. Oh, shoot, watching him wrestle, man, that's uh, that, all the explosiveness that you want. Come get it. I like watching him and Carlos that match whenever they were out there, and he was he was trying to, he was trying to throw, oh yeah he was trying to throw the snap downs, and it was funny because he's right in front of me, like him and Carlos right in front of me when he's doing it. I was like, Carlos got some good head movement. He made a miss like five or six times. I was like. 
I'm impressed because they were coming, they were coming after each other. I was like, they're trying to kill each other right now. This is great. So, but man, he's quick. He's got he's got athleticism. Like he, uh, and how much better his jujitsu is, even just from last season to this season. I mean, he threw some crazy stuff out. He's looking. The up. Flyers see some takedown, you know, into into a heel hook. Come on. Yeah. Right into it. It was beautiful. And he's how old is he? Is he 23, 20? I, I believe so. He's so he's old enough to be my kid. Wait till she give him just a couple more years and it's gonna be ridiculous. But who wants to grapple a Randy? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> be nice to me, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always love it off season two where guys are talking. I think it was when they said like, don't teach him anything. Exactly. Yeah, you don't need to know anything else at all whatsoever. God, I love the Elkins brothers, man. They're so funny. Just putting the video on them, all the trash talking they do back and forth there, right there, you can make an entire boy. That's a show right there. They're ruthless. <laughs> it's hilarious. At the stuff they say, I'm just I die in the room. That, that's that's why I want to be in the dugout, man. I'm like, I'm gonna bring my camera. I'm gonna take pictures. Y'all leave me alone. Don't don't put me to work. You know, Marcus is La- just last comment, Wallow. Uh. Randy might do it. He's gonna have to like cut off a leg. No way. No way. Yeah. They're not gonna be doing the dump truck. You're gonna be like the pickup truck or the compact truck. How could that even be possible? I don't know. I don't. I just I don't see it. But hey, if they think he can, I'll be there to watch it. If he does. Oh God. I'll be there to watch it with like a a, a turkey sandwich. He's be like after he weighs in, bro. You need to eat this. Right now, so I don't he's, know. He's sitting there at 200 pounds, just chilling out, watching everybody kill each other. I yeah, yeah, his legs are like 50 each. That's what Sky Jones is saying. Yeah, dude, you know, he's, he's huge. He's a big dude. Wallow, one of the things we missed out by you not being there is we needed the quad off. We needed oh, the quad scene, like like James. Yeah, we, 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 need, we needed a picture you know, <laughs> of your, your artistry in photography to figure out whose quads were bigger. Quadzilla or the dump truck. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Randy will make 155. And, uh, you know. Well, he said he's going to, he said he wants to come out and be a part of it regardless. So yeah. that's really cool. I mean, and that just tells you how awesome the PGF is. That dude says, like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to make the weight, but I just want to be a part of the thing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kev? Would you consider being a coach or? You know, I'd, I'd do anything. I'd do anything you need me to do, really, with that one. Definitely not compete, but I'd, I'd love just to be there to watch it and help out. And you know, sure. and that's that's something else, man. You don't get to see over there and saw like people coaching each other just within their own teams, not even just the coaches, but just helping each other out, confidence and stuff. Like guys, if you want to, man, watching Noah. So you're talking about like getting out there and talking and like giving people some, you know, actually giving them a better mindset when you're out there. Noah's stone cold, like just straight poker face. But man, if you give that guy. Just a little confidence and, you know, getting his ear. I mean, y'all seen what he did this season. Like, he is – he's 18 years old, and he will give you all the problems. He's gotten so much better, and I love saying that. So, I'll definitely be like, I don't – I mean, I'm sure he could make one. I don't see how he could make one five. I bet he could do it. So, if he wanted to do next season something like that, I would definitely be there doing whatever I could to help him for sure. Like, I, I like doing stuff like that and just helping out. Hell, yeah. Where he can. So, stuff like that, whatever, coaching, whatever Brandon want me to do, I'll – I mean, we we got we got a good group from season three that can make one fifty five. You got Tyler Woolsey, you got you got Mario who can make one fifty five because he walks around one sixty. I think mm-hmm. you know, uh, Boyle longer can make it. Keanu longer can make it. Keanu Dane Lee can make it. Uh, yeah, but he, the commission said 
Everybody's got to go through the qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, DeVitt can make it. He'd be great at it too. Is it DeVitt or DeWitt? Hey, that Scarecrow Doom called him DeVitt. And, DeVitt? And, okay. and, and he's his training partner. Yeah, for sure. No, so I'm going with that one. I mean, like we, we screwed up Longar, you know, yeah. instead of Longer for so long. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to pay better attention to these things. You know, I mean, people misspell my freaking real last name all the damn time. So, you know, I, I feel How like can they misspell Warrior? I mean, it's, it's so think. easy. I mean, it's got three damn R's. I mean, right? There's not not many other letters. <laughs> although, know. although some some other Yahoo actually said my real name in their promo. I don't know what, what kind of a joker that guy was. Not taking my damn money. Uh, I don't know. It's this guy right here. <laughs> it's this like, guy. dude, dude, pseudonym, pseudonym, <laughs> nom de guerre. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to give you credit. Sorry, bro. You know, you know, he's wanted. Is in that witness protection program. That's it. Don't put it out there. <laughs> All right, before hey, we uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, man, I messed up so bad on the uh on the fantasy deal this time. I didn't no, change it. I didn't change it on the second night. I don't even know who ended up winning. I can't remember the who who the guy was. <sighs> I wonder if it was a stats guy from, from season two. There's the, the guy that, that one season two was like a big actual statistician and uh, hit confidence levels for everything. But here's the other thing, like the, the parody. Uh, it was it was too much. It was it was it was too hard. And like I was whining about it to Wallow earlier. Like I didn't have freaking time to really build my different lineups I, and shit. I, I completely forgot about. it. I was like, hey, I really need to set a new team. And then the next thing I know, we're starting the first match. And I was like, oh man. And then you got what you got, Kevin Sherrill. He just picked his own team every night, and he was yeah. like, top three. <laughs> I was proud of that. I thought that. All was right, great. so there you go. Here's uh, here's the winner, Mister Donkey Guard is the only guard pulled. Panashi. Hey, Wallow, hit like the Control Plus Plus on that screen, man. Uh, okay, hold on. That better? Yeah, go down now. Just uh, that's some old school computer stuff there, uh, Miggy. If you're watching later on. So our boy, Broken AirPods, the notorious Big, who happened to leave in uh, mid. Uh, interview or hanging out we should say because it's not an interview uh he can be sure for by by what point yeah also you know mad respect to uh, uh the pgf's official dentist daniel serifongs uh you know the guy that where is he uh he's like fourth oh okay for fifth tied for fifth okay. so good on him i mean we need to get him out to the pgf uh season four cool let's dude. see where am i at oh look at a head 25th you know, so you know, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah. You, you, you getting your your big ass pop from uh, Elbow what? Genie? What? Uh, that totally fucked me because I was gonna pick you because that second night you were so set up to kill people. It was like it was gonna be primo death party. Um, oh, I was planning on it too, man. It, it really it, it got right when it happened. And that was, you know what the craziest part about that was is you know I'm used to getting stuck right there. The thing about Jonathan Roberts is. He's got, of course, we all know he's the elbow genie for reason. He has got nasty arm locks. But what really threw me off is I'm really good at like limp arming out of stuff like that too and pulling up, especially, you know, if I can get a little slick beforehand, like get a good, you know, sweat going. Yeah. Which of course I can do. Man, he gave me, he has such a good feel. And I talked to him about this later. He had such a good feel for it where he gave me just enough space to where I was like, oh, I can pull my arm out. And that's right about that time when I was starting to go for it is the perfect time he went. And took it like home run, just mm. 
way out of the park. And it was the perfect thing where it was a push-pull where it just went. So it ain't like I was trying to hold on for too long. I couldn't tap quick enough. Like right when he rolled on it, I was like, tap, 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 and it already popped at me. So, yeah, be careful with those, of course. But, man, I hate it. I hated that that on that note, were were you not able to sweat as much? Had had you re- re- rehydrated enough to 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 be the normal liquid terminator? Oh yeah, I feel. See, that's that was the thing. Like even from that cut, the cut was so bad, it was awful. I drank so many fluids, and I felt great coming in there that first match against Elijah. Um, okay. And I still think it probably had something something to do to mess with me. It, I didn't recover as quick as I normally did after the Elijah match, and I was I was putting a pace in that. Like I was doing every Elijah. Yeah. Was super hard, and after I got done with it, between the time of that and going against Dane Leak, I was still feeling it. Like I was back there, I was like, I'm still kind of dizzy, and my heart rate's still up. It's like breathing's a little off, and I was like, surely the weight cut didn't mess with me that bad. Because when I went in there, I definitely wasn't going to try to pull guard against Dane. I was going to try to start standing and work and work my same game. Right? Nope, didn't work that way. And he's got good back control. In case you're wondering, I know this now. <laughs> so you know he's doing that smother stuff with his hand. Dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So good at that. Amazing. The um, muffler. Yes, the muffler, man. I'm telling you. It Fuck was that uh, muffler shit. I don't know if y'all I don't know if you I, he was so good at it too. And I was like, I, I like my back defense, but I remember I heard Sean. It's like that that random voice that you hear on the side. Sean goes, No, why, don't let him take your back. That's the one thing you don't do. And I was like, Is this back? <laughs> I don't you know, I don't know. I'm like, well, okay. And then he went in right after that. He put he started doing the muffler. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why I let him take your back." And I was like, "He's really good at this." So, oh, it's so funny. I remember I was like, "Well, Sean, I appreciate the heads up, but I was you know, a little behind that." So, but man, yeah, no, it. Uh, I don't think you know. I don't. I don't know how much it messed with me. I think it messed with me more than what it did last time because I did the qualifier and I felt great throughout the entire qualifier, even when I ran into a Geo. And Geo said something about it. he goes. Man, he goes, are you all right tonight? He goes, you look, he's like, I feel like you're a lot more explosive and doing a lot more stuff, even like during the qualifier, when I was going against Gio in the qualifier. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I feel like, you know, you're just moving a whole lot better or whatever than what you look like out there. And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, it may have took a toll with me. I just know that first match. Yeah, I, I gave it what I had. So yeah. that had a lot to do with it too. So. For sure. We got a question here for you for um, uh, Kai Johnson. He's asking, what did you think of that growing pot for the alternates? Battle-rama. I thought that was awesome. And if you got to, man, watching that match in person between Boyles and Josh Gibbs, <laughs> that was amazing. That Matt Boyles, I love it. That guy, mm-hmm. zero stop. Like, he's coming in hot no matter what where anything even with uh noah he came after noah so hard during that entire match i think it surprised noah afterwards i think noah was like i did not expect him to just to try to come in and move. <laughs> like, like who is this kid and he he came after noah like he was trying to kill him that was impressive that gibbs match was impressive and i kind of felt like if gibbs held out and you know let him wear himself down is going to that anyway but it was so it was awesome that that extra pot in there and actually got you know, paid to be there for alternates and everything too. So, and they put on a show. Man, it was so good. I enjoyed it. A lot of people have said that, you know, that was their favorite part of the season. Was that your favorite part or was there something else that was like, oh, this is something that I'll take for with me and, you know, share it forever? 
Man, I don't. It may have been like that. That part right there, and how much everybody got into it, I won't ever forget. It probably, it probably was. It may not have been my favorite part, but it's something I won't ever forget because everybody was into it. Like I looked, I remember. I like to be that guy when you're standing back and everybody's zoned out in one thing and just look around and see who's all really paying attention. There wasn't one person that wasn't involved in like cheering, yelling, excited, jumping around, acting crazy. Everybody was pumped. And I found it, you know, just to be, you know, to be amazing, like to be, I don't know, I mean, it was just so awesome to me because it's like, okay, cool. These guys are alternates, but honestly, best match of, you know, the entire PGF as far as like entertainment, excitement, like awesome, awesome stuff. And they're both good. Like they're not taking anything away from them, but there wasn't any other match that anybody's going to remember as much as that. No way. If you do, then hey, congrats, but dude, it was exciting. Like I, I was so pumped about it. I was yelling and cheering. I was jumping around. So it was that's and then I think it's Stephen Eakin, you know, he's on the mic. He went running out across the mat too. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was so excited about it. And I was like, man, I think everybody was. It was, it was amazing. It was good. I can't uh I can't wait to see those guys. I'm sure Blues will be in the next one. Should he probably five, yeah. For yeah. sure. And and it looks like the qualifiers are pretty good, gonna be like almost in the same places. Because uh, BMAC mentioned, you know, Decatur, obviously, Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Fort, Fort Myers. Myers. So Florida's actually getting two qualifiers. And uh, so, St. Louis, San Pio Fallon, uh, looks like they're going to do one there. That'd be really cool. I, I mean, I kind of, you know, the, the problem is just the damn expense uh, to, to send all those people. But, I mean, it'd be really nice if we could somehow get a, a SoCal qualifier just, just to get a taste. Of all all the SoCal talent, you know. Well, maybe maybe they can do another one in Texas and meet halfway. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, we we had like I think we had one person in, in the Austin qualifier from from California. Um, I mean, may, maybe now it's see. And, and here's a cool thing. I don't know if you saw this, Kevin, but um, BJJ World had that that post. I believe it was on Instagram saying like how awesome your season was this last one and how they're going to start qual- uh, covering you guys now. So yeah, I think we're finally going to get start getting real traction. Nice, that's good. Yeah, no, I, I I've never seen something about BJJ World, but I don't know the exact one. I'm going to look it up now, definitely. And that's all. That's what I like. I like it getting traction because it's so unique. And I mean, I can seriously, anytime people ask me, "What do you like most about the BGF?" or "What's so exciting about it?" It's something different. It's something really. I would rather watch it than any other edition. I mean, they got they got some big. Was it big ones that they got going on tonight? They have some pretty good sized matches. I think like Flow or something. That's who's number one. I should. I think Kamoy's on tonight. He's like the co-main. That's right. Uh, yeah. Craig Jones is up there. Shit, uh, that's actually yeah. starting soon. Full grappling. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll check it out later on. But yeah, um, too. But it's stuff like that. It's like, man, I, I enjoy that stuff and I like it. But I would much rather watch this for the format, the way it's set up, the camera work, everything. How you now have Trenton like circling around and you can see up close and personal the way things are going. That way you don't miss out because those little details are what really matter when you see him catch. I wish he would have caught that uh, arm lock from Caleb McAllister that he caught in there. Yeah. Who did he catch that on? Uh, uh, Manning, Leverett. And and he's and, and Caleb says he's going to do a little bit of a, a, a little video on that. Kind of like, kind of like uh, Elijah did on his triangle setup after season one. But uh, it was one of the, eh, it's about a third of the way through the comments there, Walla, but 228 South Coast says, I feel like I'm behind the scenes of something major. PGF may be synonymous in the ecosystem of jujitsu along with EBI and ADCC. And, and honestly, like I said, we're starting no. to gain traction. How did I miss this guy? Uh, you know, we had a few of them going there for a little bit and we we're worried about uh, uh, Ryan Hall retiring and stuff. But anyways, but oh. 
you know, two two eight South Coast. Uh, completely agree. I mean, I'm so happy that season three went off so well that that everyone had so much fun. That Brandon had fun. That Keelan had fun. And then just like, okay, we we're gonna be doing this for a while. Um, keep, keep, keep in mind, there were there were guys that went to ADCC and did really good, you know, and competed in the PGF. We're talking about Geo. We're talking about Dane. We're talking about uh, Manny. Mm-hmm. You know, so that those guys are studs. Yeah. You know. And, and Keith says he's got uh, Keith Gregorian says he's going to head a qualifier for season four. That's awesome. He's, he got, on. He, he's got to qualify. He the the, the the commission said everybody got to qualify except the champ, which we could possibly see the first two division champ in David, yeah. in David Evers because he gets an automatic invite to one fifty five. I always I always thought he'd be Elijah to be the first two division champ, but. It looks like he's going to be Evers. Hey, man, I got right there, too. He, uh, he's he got a huge shot at, of course. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, for sure. Dang. For sure. I, I'm super excited for what's coming next. I mean, I'm already looking forward to the qualifiers. Granted, mm-hmm. it, it'll be April or May for the first one. And then, you know, after that, it'll be another six or seven months before the actual season begins. But I think November. Yeah, I, I, I'm still hopeful. Yeah. That, that it's going to be before the end of the year, so I have enough time to take a whole week off. So, Kevin, have you hit up the Discord, and uh, you looking forward to maybe buying your, your NFT? Uh, that's the one thing I haven't looked into yet. I've been so busy even after that got done. Like, yeah. I was like, hey, I put it on hold. I was focusing, training really hard for, you know, the PGF, and then after it got done, I'm starting to work back on Primo's Hero stuff, everything, so I'm going to get there, too. I've got to do all that stuff throughout this week and next week. That's what I'm and then I can calm down a little bit and get back to being normal and training when I want to train and doing all that. Um, but yeah, I've got to figure it out. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. All the stuff Brennan's doing with it, that's a uh, man. He's just, he's so great at running things like this and the crew he's got now. Like if you haven't had a chance, anybody that hasn't to be around everybody like Keelan, of course, Lindsay, Matt, Brandon, Trenton, all that, like, they're all just great at what they do, man. They're all great at working together as a team and just fun to be. And Chris. The South ref- Dakota Chris. Dude, South Dakota Chris is reffing the entire time. Man, he never took his eyes off that stuff. I never felt like he wasn't paying every bit of attention to what was in there and, like, giving us times when we're in there, too. This stuff, like, I don't know how well you could hear it, but he was always like, four minutes left, guys. You got three minutes left, guys. You got the like he was on top of every little detail, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't know how many people really gave him credit, but that was impressive to me because there's so many, even me. Like if I'm in there and I was going to be reffing and stuff, and it was that many matches back to back to back, I'm probably going to get distracted every once in a while. That dude, he was on it the entire time. He did all the matches, gangster. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Yeah, man, he's yeah, he's he's one of the people that I really man, I love that dude. And in the gym, he's just a good person, man. Big heart, just just awesome he's got a, he's got a match coming up he's actually doing uh the mid-south uh, classic yes the mid-south classic i'm looking forward to that yeah he's Planet perry Stephen aiken's uh promotion yeah i get to grapple with him all the time and he's uh he has gotten even since he got here and he started training with us he's gotten so much better he's something to do he's ridiculous so i'm gonna let egghead take the last question but before i let Egghead take the last question mm-hmm. i gotta ask you a question okay who in the PGF would be the best and worst spokespersons for Primo's Heroes? 
best and the worst. <laughs> so you got to pick the best and the worst. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Probably, I guess me is the best because I know the inner <laughs> unless you want me to pick somebody else. Yeah, yeah it, can't, it can't be you. It can't be you. Okay, it can't be me. So let's see, the best and the worst. Man, I know so many dudes in there that I think would do really good. You know, David Evers, uh, I think even though, you know, he just won everything, I get it. You know, he's, he's the king, you know, he, he won this year. But, man, he is very well-spoken, um, smart dude, and he believes – I talked to him about it the other night and stuff, about, like, hey, maybe, you know, sponsor and stuff like that afterwards because I was like, hey, here you go. So he'd probably be great. Worst guy, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, Noah. Noah doesn't – Yeah, because Kyle. Kyle's going to make Noah, Noah. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't love. I don't, I don't love Noah. He's one of the very okay. closest people to me. But he's like, you get on there and just be like, I ain't got nothing to say. I love it, buddy. <laughs> At least you're honest about. It. But, so hold on. Yeah, I, I've heard. You know, allegedly Noah's dad says when he goes home, you can't stop him from talking. You train with him a lot more than most. So is that true? Does he actually talk? Apparently to his dad. I've heard the same thing. <laughs> fake news, he says. He says fake news. Yeah. He's like, shut up, old man, before I, I choke your ass out. I love, I love Noah, and this is pretty much our interaction. He's like, hey, man, how are you doing? Hey, dude, how are you doing? We'll get in there, we'll grapple, and he's like, all right, man, good to see you. Like, we don't talk very much at all. <laughs> I'm in there with him all the time, you know? And it's like every once in a while, you know, he, he, may, ask a, he may ask a question every once in a while, but, dude, I think the reason why he, he does as well as he's done or gotten that much better in such a short period of time is because he just listens all the time. He doesn't ever he doesn't ever really talk. And if you tell him to do something, he, dude, he gets in there and he makes it happen. Like, that's him. But no, he does not. Yeah. I've never seen him talk more than seriously one or two sentences, and he's done. He ain't got anything else to say. He's just dope. Well, there you go. Can't hire him. Can't hire Evers. Can't hire Noah. Yeah, hey. there's plenty of other guys, but man, I, I like I like Evers too. I like he's very well spoken. Guys, he's on top of stuff, so good, good guy. Close it out, egg. Final question for egg for for Kevin. Make it a dumb one. You always ask good questions. Oh, I was, I was, <laughs> the, the, the I'm kidding. Part of that I'm kidding. comment was like make it a dumb one, and like oh, he's, he's being mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, so. I mean, what's next jujitsu wise for you? Are you you looking at any other competitions, promotions? Uh, CJJ between you and Caleb, that'd be fire. Oh man, I'm telling you that right there. Like I, I, I commented on that when you brought it up the other night. I was like, dude, we beat each other up. It'd be a heck of a, it'd be a heck of a CJJ match. As long as we, you know, one of us didn't catch that on submission like something crazy. We actually went in there and we're gonna light each other up it'd be it'd be a rough one and i'm all about cjj stuff i love like that's my that's my realm all about it um honestly i think because i'm gonna get my body good and healed up over the next you know month or so i should that should be good i'm gonna still keep training but i think i'm gonna start looking to try to do adcc by the next couple years so i'm gonna dive in there and just see what happens with it train really hard work with matt all the time see if matt wants to dive in there see if i can talk him into into doing it Matt Scaff, of course. I know we know a bunch of different right. guys. Yeah, Matt Scaff, and see if he wants to dive in there and do it and work with some of those guys. Probably uh, some of the guys that are at our gym, like Noah and all of them, start working with them and whatever competitions they want to do to help them out. Noah's been talking about doing some MMA, and I love the spar. So I get in there and try to help him. Yeah, I know. Whenever he's talking about that, I was like, he, he wants to do what? Good. Let's do this because that kid. 
you could imagine, like, give it a couple years. I mean, like, he couldn't already do it now, but give him a few more years. Yeah. going to be ridiculous. He's going to be really good. And his stand-up, I've sparred with him a little bit. He's starting to get more and more crisp with his stand-up. I've been watching him. He's going to do some stuff. So, so you're talking about some coaching here? Yeah. Talking about, like, helping him out. Yeah, because uh, Matt Elkins does a lot of the stand-up coaching and stuff there to, anyway right now, and I don't mind sparring. I'll get in there and spar with anybody. That's that's fine by me, and get in there, work together, and see what we can do. I was talking to him about it the other day, man. I'd love to help that and see him do really big things. Cause he's, uh, oh, man, he's just, he's awesome. He's good people. So I'd like to see him do something great with it if he wants to. So that's it. That's all I really got. Hey, you want to get in there and spar a little bit with, uh, with Kev, you know? No? No, I'm I'm a knowledge worker, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, I mean, I, I I have sparred before, but uh, I'm, I'm as I'm advancing in age, and uh, also uh, I, I've seen too many people that that get knocked just a little bit, and they, you can't do work the rest of the damn day. I've I've, ta- I've told you about that before, and uh, I can't do that. So. Yeah, and apparently when I'm in Decatur, I'll be working on the commentary desk. Which I'm thank God, thank God, work. yes, yes. So. Let's keep you on the desk. You know, hey, hey, see me at Open Mat. Make me tap at the cyclic rate again, like you did last time on We Were Old. Uh, that's fine. But, uh, you know, I was a little hurt, though, because, like, I thought if anyone would take my wrist lock bounty, it would have been you. Hey, I tried to wrist lock Elijah. <laughs> I tried to wrist lock. <laughs> lock his arm out. He defended perfectly, and I was trying my best to wrist lock that sucker. That I had it like awesome. pinned down up under there, and I was like, if this could only happen, it would be amazing. But then, we oh, yeah. but I tried. No. That would have been the best one ever. That would have been the most epic wrist lock in the history. Doesn't he have a broken wrist? Uh, he has a thumb. I think his thumb's jacked up now. Thumb I think he wrist. broke. Oh, okay. He, he had that. It was on the hand, so it was funny. Like I don't know. It was a little, really weird that in his preview, or they, 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 he allowed them to film him rolling with the the black brace on his hand. I'm like, dude, that's that's not smart. That was a couple of nights. It was actually a couple of nights. When was that? I think it was the week before because I seen him in there and I was like, man, your wrist all right? And he was like, I really ain't that, it really ain't that bad. I don't think it was messing with him too much right then, but I know Eric Longer landed on his thumb or something whenever they're grappling like ended up, I think that broke it from what he what he said. Either he said it or Eric said it. I can't remember. So it messed his hand up even before that. So but I think he was all right. I think he was decent, like not as not too bad. But I know he said something about his back game was was off because he couldn't use his thumb. So bother yeah. I mean you could tell like he was having some issues because he's got a nasty vein. His rear naked choke is awful. Been there it's not so we know this. It's not a, not an easy thing to get rid of. So well, we hope he recovers soon so he can come back to, you know, grappling and doing his thing. And before we go, Kevin, why don't you tell the people where they can find, you know, uh, about Primo's Heroes? Awesome. Um, we actually, it's primosheroes.com. I've got it. Uh, I haven't released it yet. I'm knocking out those final details too, but it'll be, it'll be live within this week or next week. Um, I've got a couple of closings going up with actual, the people meet the criteria. So I'm going to go ahead and release it, go ahead and do my thing with that. I'm going to do the closings, do a lot of promoting for it. So primosheroes.com, you look it up, spelled the same way as was spelled on the teams, my last name. And that's all you got to do. Hey, any final thoughts? Hiding behind the camera. Uh, no, man. I mean, I'm, I'm super happy for you. Uh, seems like you're killing it in the the real estate game. Uh, I mean, uh, shoot, man, that that last one on Pine uh, Pine Island Point, Scottsboro. 
I was like, man, if my wife could just handle humidity, that uh, that, the that one on the lakes. Oh yeah, you, oh uh, yeah, like good lord. Which, by the way, is January twenty first. Olsarks is on. I watched some of that earlier, a little bit. <laughs> I love that. It's so good, dude. <laughs> so watch that in a minute. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you, Kevin, for coming on and you know hanging out with us. Hey, we'll catch everybody next week. Peace. Appreciate you guys. See you.